Hello, this is Valerie Aiello, and you're listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back, y'all, and hanging out. Okay, so wrapping up from yesterday's show, trying to, I have a goal to have downloadable worksheets for the stuff for the show, so just different types of things. I'm not a coach. I'm not a teacher. I just have some have some tips and tricks and things for goal setting and kind of doing what you want to do and making sure your life is like totally unique as possible, as unique as you want it to be and customized to you. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. So I'm trying to make a worksheet right now that that I'm hoping helps you concentrate on yourself a little bit more. So it's kind of like extreme concentration for a designed life type of thing. And, you know, with goal settings, there's some goals that you've already achieved, some that you're working on, and some that you feel are still impossible, but you're hopeful for. So there's kind of a gamut of goal setting things you might need to organize in your brain. But I feel like writing things down is helps things uh, come into fruition much faster. And it just, for me, helps me organize. I know not everyone's a pen and paper person, but I am. So I'm assuming there might be some of you out there that appreciate that also. So overall, I'm calling it extreme me time, which I... I don't know if I like that name, but it's not really a meditation necessarily, but what I'm hoping is, is this worksheet's kind of like a guided meditation. It's kind of a guided journal sheet where there are these like main points of life that I feel everyone needs to kind of check mark and say, okay, this, this part is going the way that I want it to, and if it's not going the way you want it to, kind of journaling it out to the point where you're like, I'm not at my happiness factor level of the highest potential. So what are the problems? What am I doing wrong? And how can I fix it? Because, I mean, you can blame other people all day long, but ultimately it's yourself that can pull you out of bad situations and get you out of like repeating patterns. So um, the things that I think are the major points kind of organized in your mind not every day but just maybe every day for some people maybe once a week for some people maybe once a month for some people but if you're kind of you know you're working on a happiness level of 100 times 10 on each of these levels then you you know you're working on it and that's pretty much the best you can ask for on all levels. You know, you got to be happy with yourself as you are today. So these are the main eight things I think to think about, which are intellectual happiness, environmental happiness, emotional happiness, financial happiness, social happiness, spiritual happiness, occupational happiness, and physical happiness. Yesterday I did the first half of a worksheet. It's just one page, but front and back. And I kind of went over the goal list things that I, I like to kind of have written down. And things can change 
you know, I'm going through something right now that I had this big plan, but obviously the world is changing. So I'm trying to pivot and change some of my goals right now to fit the new world. And also I'm going to put a lot of things on pause until I figure out what the heck is happening. Got to wrap my brain around the apocalypse and how the world is changing. So yesterday we talked about the goals and the different types of goals that you might want to write down. Talked about what could you be interviewed for, publicity goals, on and on. You can check out yesterday's video. And um, so another thing I'm thinking about putting on the worksheet, obviously to write down 10 things you're grateful for. 10 things that you can say you're an expert at. For some people, that's a hard thing to write down, but I'm pretty sure there's 10 things you're an expert at. Even if you're freshly 18 and you're just starting your life, there are things that you know. Ten, writing down 10 things that make you unique. We all don't have to be the same. We all don't have to have the same countertops and the same cabinets and the same cars and the same whatever it is that people kind of focus on and usually spend too much money on you know you can be unique and happy and not have FOMO and all those things and um, I think you should kind of have always on the top of your mind three books or shows that inspire you so that you can always share so I really like a show called Inspire Nation on YouTube. I don't watch every show, but I definitely, I like the guests they have on. I like what they talk about most of the times. I, they're always consistent with new shows every week. Like I said, I don't, I don't watch them all, but I do when the right ones pop up. I usually listen to the entire hour and the books, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to focus more. I'm not much of a reader. I'm prefer audiobooks that I can paint or clean or work while I'm listening to an audiobook. I like double tasking. But I'm trying to focus more on actually reading. I do check out like a lot of books from the library. A lot of times I might just skim the chapters and just read bits and pieces so I get a little bit. Um, I just, I'm a slow reader. So I am... When I'm committing to reading a book, I'm really committing to it. And it's, I have to usually sit at a table with a notepad. I'm, it's very rare that I can just lay in bed and read a book just casually because my mind will wander and I will start thinking about other things. I'm just, the book has to be really good for me to just to like casually read it. I have read books on vacation and stuff like that by a pool or something, but that's very rare. Yeah, I'm just more, if I'm reading, it's more of a textbook type of super attention taking notes type of thing. But I'm starting to have my like main books that I can recommend to somebody in different situations. I really like giving young people the latte factor, even though that's not necessarily what I do, but it kind of makes your brain think a little bit differently. I mean, I do the the cheapness factor where I don't spend any money on anything frivolous, but um, he, the latte factor is a lot about investing in, in the stock market and 401ks and stuff like that. I don't do that. But um, yeah, I do think that it is a really good book to help people think about money in a positive way. Um, I'm starting with the artist way. I'm reading that this month. There's a couple. I don't want to go into a bunch of 
listing of books, but picking out your top three books that you can recommend people and things that have really helped you think better. Okay, and then list three people that motivate you. And you don't have to share this. I kind of, I talked about yesterday, finding people that have achieved what you want to achieve and kind of knowing their story, their history and how they built their way up. I really liked Phyllis Diller's story. I think that's really motivating. But yeah, so three people that just motivate you. They might not have the life that you want, but you can look at them and say like, wow, that's like very inspiring human being. You know, I want to be that great. Louise Hay is a person that I I don't want her life or what she has. Um, She built her own company, her own publishing company. She had her own books. Um, She had a very hard life growing up. I, so I don't want to be her, and I don't want her life, but I find her as a super motivating person, as she did everything that she wanted to. Okay, another thing is uh, list three ab- ab- adjectives uh, that people will use to describe you. So are you trustworthy? Are you, you know... Maybe you're not a fuss worker, but you provide quality work. Um, You know, are you funny? Are you a million things that you could be? So, yeah, just how would people describe you? I think that's kind of a good awareness thing to write down. You could describe good and bad things, honestly, because that's fair. You know, no one's perfect. And when you know the bad things about you, you're much more likely to not do them or do them without apologies and kind of be around the people that appreciate you for that. Okay, write three emotions that people feel when they think of you. So kind of beyond the how would people describe you, what how do people feel when they're around you? So do they feel antsy and nervous? And do you like that? Maybe you do. Maybe that's funny. Um, Do you like, do you want people to feel calm and peaceful and like they could conquer the world after they're around you or talking to you? Do you want people to feel agitated and feel bad about themselves? You know, what is it that you want? And be honest. Like, how do people walk away when they're done talking to you? You know, I just feel like it's good to know. And then journaling just your happiest, most perfect, productive day. Journaling your happiest, relaxing day. Just journaling an overall vision of whatever your mission statement is for your life, for your values? What are you trying to achieve overall over your entire life? So yesterday, I think I mentioned like, okay, if you only achieved one thing in your entire life and you you could just be happy with that, like what is that? And kind of, a, you know how companies have mission statements? Kind of, what is your life mission statement? In a one sentence type of thing or journal, whole paragraph, I don't know, but that's where I'm kind of going with that. 
journal about what are the what are the easy problems that you can solve with your skills. A lot of people make mountains out of molehills, and sometimes you can easily do something that's super hard for a normal person, and they're just like, wow, how did you do that? Like people that paint murals on walls, and they can do it in a day, and it looks like as beautiful as a Sistine Chapel. Like there are things that you can easily do that can solve a lot of problems or solve different types of problems. And, you know, I would just journal about that, list those things out. I think journaling about how you can help and give to others by using your skills. So I always say you don't have to give money for charity. You can give time, you can give your skills, you can give um, your brain something. You know, if you're a lawyer, there might be a nonprofit out there that could use some free lawyer hours to answer a few questions that, you know, would normally cost them a lot of money, probably to sit down with somebody for an hour or two to figure out what's the correct way to do things, like how should we write these legal agreements, different things like that. You might be able to build a easy product like some earrings or necklaces. You could give to different nonprofits for them to sell. You could teach somebody how to run a profitable business as a donation. You can, I used to write off artwork. So I might do free artwork for a nonprofit or just for anyone who needed a logo design. I would make the logo and then I would put that into my, into my taxes. Like I would give them a receipt, but I'd make it zero for them. But then I would report like these are the hours that I worked as donation. How can you give? You know, I eventually want to give to the point where I can give money, maybe big amounts of money, but I'm not there yet. And it's not, there's different ways you can be helpful other than just giving money. Journal about how you can monetize your skills. So maybe taking that list of skills and making different ways you can make money from that. And I think that goes along with my um, revenue stream idea to have 10 revenue streams of all 10 things that you love to do or that you can do easily and it's pleasant um, and then try to build those revenue streams up with your skills okay and I think you should list some self-love positive mindset ideas statements sayings I keep a big list of all my mindset shifts that I kind of discover through my life so I have a list for money mindset shifts. I have a list for self-love mindset shifts. I have a list for business mindset shifts. And I keep those all on one piece of paper that's easy to find, that I can always add to and look at the old things that, you know, usually it's just like a sentence or saying that's just like powerful. So one of mine is love yourself today even if you never change. And that helps me a lot just kind of be like happy with today. List uh, five ways to share and broadcast your interests to your community. So that goes along with what I've been realizing, which is you should monetize your social media. You should not do any of it for free. 
So the way you monetize your social media is to have a podcast like this one, to have a YouTube channel, or to have a medium.com blogging site if you're not into audio and visual stuff. You could be into writing stuff. And you don't have to even be the greatest writer in the world. It's just getting your brain out to the people and seeing who connects with you. I think we're all getting to the point where we're going to be living in a world where we have a lot of internet friends. So let's embrace it and let's all make money off of it and stop giving away free content to Facebook and Instagram and stop giving away all your data while they're making billions of dollars and you get no nothing, you know? I think there's a lot of shifts happening. I feel like the blogging for free on Instagram and Facebook and just giving away your life is over. I think we have maybe a year or two more of that, but I think things are shifting. I think people are realizing you can make money being yourself and it's going to be amazing. I think we might have a rocky couple years because I think we're all shifting into the future right now and that's a little rough, but maybe it's all for a good reason and maybe we can all will be much better in three to five to ten years and more happy. Anyways, that's the show. Thank you for everyone who's listening on the podcast and watching on YouTube. And if you found this episode valuable, you can always buy me coffee. The link is in the description. And I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music.